0: Chapter Five of Fritz to the Front by Edward L. Wheeler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kirk Ziegler. Bill Budge's conversation. To Fritz, the scene below, of course, began to grow more interesting. Dot Veller was going to be tried for some things He muttered, and foot ish more der verdict don't vas in his favor, he vas going to get spilled young hartley if his thoughts were in the same channel as those of the watcher didn't appear very much troubled by the matter for he perched himself upon the table while the six jurors sat in a semicircle facing him and the captain a little to one side well sir what do you have to say hartley in regard to this suspicion which has arisen against you that you are a traitor to our cause nothing sir except that whoever started the suspicion is a liar and a coward was the retort then you deny that you have ever betrayed the existence of this band outside of its own membership? I do most emphatically. What assurance have you that any one has betrayed you? Is it not ample proof when strange men haunt this vicinity and haunt the members to their very doors? These law sharks or detectives only wait for some disclosure to spring their traps on me and my faithful followers. I am not to blame. Though forced into service against my will, and made to swear the oath of allegiance rather than lose my life i have kept such secrets as came into my possession i believe i know who has excited the suspicious feeling against me well sir who your rascally son for one your jealous daughter for another hartley replied shrugging his shoulders with a contemptuous laugh how dare you term my son rascally sir and accuse my child of jealousy because the boy is as unprincipled a villain as yourself and as for your daughter when she found that i did not court her favor she at once turned against me i despise both your son and your daughter captain gregg and that is all i have to say except that i am not guilty of the charge preferred against me that remains to be told by the jury you see the head of bill budge just above you hartley he was caught in an intended act of treachery and you see his end if bill could speak he'd tell you that the fate of the traitor is hard you're a cussed liar budge's suspended remnant seemed to say in a deep hoarse voice the captain and the jury uttered each a startled oath and gazed at the offending head in astonishment who called me a liar greg demanded fiercely by the gods i thought it was budge's lips that uttered those words so it was the head seemed to say then there was a gurgling sort of laugh and the head shook perceptibly ten thousand furies greg yelled and hastily wrenching open the door he made a hasty exit from the room followed by the jurors nor did they stop short of the bottom of the stairs Hartley did not leave the room, but dismounting from his perch upon the table, walked off a few paces to where he could get a good look at Budge's unfortunate pate. Something deuced funny here. I'm blowed if there ain't, he soliloquized, apparently quite composed. It is the first time I've ever heard dead men talk. I say, Budge, how's the temperature up your way? Two thousand degrees above blood heat seemed to issue from between the gleaming teeth hmm pretty warm that i must admit hartley said still looking more puzzled fritz while perpetuating the ventriloquism was also listening and planning what der feller hartley is der very chap to help me out mit my scheme he muttered und we must escape from here before der smugglers return accordingly he slid down the rope into the room below hartley looked surprised who the deuce are you he demanded stepping back a pace Fritz schneider detective, Fritz replied. I come here on business. What for? You can easily guess. I want you to help me out mit it, and I will see that you have your liberty. Ha <laughs> that's your game, is it? Well, my friend, I'd like to do it, first rate, but I cannot oblige you. Why not? because i swore allegiance to the cause you would have me betray and never shall be said that hal hartley was not a man of his word but i heard you say dot was forced in der business, so i was against my will but that does not lessen the obligations of my oath while i live i shall adhere to my sworn promise you vas foolish you don't vill get any credit for your resolve just ash like ash not, you' vil be killed on their suspicion. Dot's already against you. Perhaps, if so, I shall submit, knowing I have been innocent of breaking my word. Psh! This vas all nonsense. You don't vas want to die no more ash any other man let me cut their bonds what fastens your arm and we will climb up to their attic and escape from their roof to some place where we will be safe until we can make arrangements to break up this smuggler's league nothing would please me more but owing to my oath i must positively refuse to do anything of the kind hartley persisted firmly i admire your proposed attempt and while i shall do nothing to interrupt it i cannot consciously do anything to help it along can you enlighten me any as to the mystery of this head which though not possessed of life yet uses its voice so naturally i tells you nothing's about it fritz replied shaking his head hark yes i hear it it is greg and the boys coming back quick or you will be seen fritz made haste to shin up the rope to the garret once more and had barely succeeded in doing so when the smugglers headed by captain Gregg, once more entered the room they did not come boldly in but thrust their heads in and looked around at first seeing that no harm had come to hartley they then ventured in ah you're brave fellows ain't you he laughed i didn't cut tail and run although i have not even the use of my hands you're cursed brave all at once greg growled evidently not liking the taunt did that thing speak again with a wry glance at the guiltless pate of the departed budge of course i've had quite a chat with william hartley replied he says he's in a very warm latitude at present and so he's come back spiritually for a short cooling off greg uttered an oath huh i don't believe such bosh but it's a fact nevertheless budge says they've got a little corner left up in this country for you too when you get ready to emigrate which will be mighty soon judging by the active preparations that are being made to receive you Such as gathering kindling wood, making matches, and the like. Curse you, they'll get you first, the smuggler said with vicious emphasis. Go ahead, boys, and tell em the decision you've made. Well, we've concluded that Hal Hartley is a traitor to our cause, and for the sake of protection, it will be necessary to feed him to the fishes, one of the jurors said. Hey, ain't that the ticket, boys? A grunt of assent from the others was the answer. Then it shall be so. "'Captain Gregg ordered. "'I am sorry for you, Hartley, "'but treachery merits death, "'as you were informed when you joined. "'As an organization which must exist in secrecy, "'we are forced to adopt harsh rules. "'Your companions have carefully weighed all the evidence, "'and have decided that the safety of the organization "'demands your death. "'As you have sown, so shall you reap.' "'Do you mean this, Captain Gregg?' "'I do, sir, emphatically.' then you shall live to repent ever having pronounced my doom henceforth i shall not consider my oath of allegiance obligatory as i have hitherto done i'll show you what harm i can do your vile organization but you shall have no chance jim hovel and his brother have already consented to sink you to the bottom of the atlantic for a stated sum and thus rid us of you effectually they are waiting below for you as it is a safe night for such work if you have any prayers to make you had better make the best use of your time i'll suit myself about that you villain numbers two and three take the prisoner downstairs the captain ordered two of the smugglers seized hold of poor hartley and led him from the room up in the attic fritz was in a predicament the majority of the smugglers yet remained in the room below and he could not get out of the house in that way as was his desire to make an attempt if possible to rescue hal hartley the only course left for him was to escape through a trapdoor onto the roof and trust in luck in getting to the ground from there dot Veller was von big fool for not accepting my advice he mused as he fumbled cautiously around in the darkness just like as not dey will be gone off mit him ven i get down dere and den he fill be a conner sure as there dickens it required several minutes to find the trap in the roof, and it was no slight job to displace it. When he had accomplished this much, however, it was but a moment's work to clamber out upon the roof in the pouring rain and replace the door. Pie chimney, dot was a hard storm. He soliloquized, "Der ocean grunts as if she fus got dis Now der next thing is something else. Der roof was slippery as von soap ladle on first i'd know there will be a dead dutchman spilt some fetters over de ground that portion of the main roof of the building was quite steep and the eaves were at least twenty-five feet from the ground not fancying the idea of a drop of that distance the young detective crawled into the ridge to reconnoitre on the other side of the ridge the roof sloped down to meet a gable from where the gable's roof took another descent so as to bring the eaves about seven feet nearer to the ground aside from this there was no possible way of reaching terra firma eighteen feet i don't know Veta. i can stand out or no i must try however or how hardly was a dead codfish sure using extreme caution he slid from one ridge to the other and then from that to the eaves from where he was to drop well here's their place where i don't vas so much tickled but business vas business and a feller don't vas can't rise in their world without dropping sometimes so here goes he muttered and clinging to the ease for a second he let himself go down down he went with great velocity and finally struck upon something softer than mother earth from which he tumbled end over end to the ground the following instant a wild unearthly howl rent the night ah murther murther shrieked a man's voice i'm kilt i'm kilt Och, by murch mary save me it was the irishman's voice it was upon him that fritz had first alighted and he was probably badly jarred up for he continued to hop around and yell at the top of his voice to make matters worse the door of the house opened and greg and his followers came pouring out end of chapter five